Hey, what's up guys? Dr. LeHue here. It's been such a great day today. I'm excited about some of the things that are happening. One is uh, I've got a good friend that uh, is an eight on the Enneagram and she just realized she's an eight. Um, she has thought for a long time that she was a a one and uh, well, I shouldn't say for a long time, for a couple of weeks. And uh, we all knew she was an eight and uh, I just posted the video on uh, am I an eight and she watched it and um, she she's now got it figured out so now the healing can begin right now the healing can begin once you understand where you stand you start to really you know see um, uh, what the Enneagram can teach us and uh, I wanted to read to you um, a letter that uh, someone sent me who's a type 4 and I won't mention her name but she said I, she gave me permission to uh, read the letter to you it's just some thoughts that she sent me uh, after watching um, the video MI4 and uh, a lot of you guys have watched that video and uh, that's awesome and one of the things I said on there was I said I'm a seven trying to understand you know what it's like in each of these other types each of the other I don't understand myself you know I'm still trying to understand what it means to be a seven and there's a lot of pros and cons and goods and bads and things we wish we could change and things that you know we're just gonna be with us till the day we die and so as I'm trying to understand each of these types and how to better relate to them, um, you know, this young lady, sweet person, man, she, she started writing down all kinds of notes as she was watching that video and she sent them to me. And I thought it might help some of you guys, especially you guys that are fours or live with fours, you know, this might be some helpful information. It was to me, it was really insightful, some of the things she said. So I wanted to get it down on record. And like I said, I asked her if it was okay if I share it. She said it was fine if it helped somebody else. And uh, so I'm just going to read you, you know, what she what she sent me. And we'll talk about it. Of course, I'm going to talk about it, right? But she says, thanks for the video. It helped me to gain a deeper perspective of myself and thus move forward to, to service and connection with others. And that's when fours go to one, right? When fours go to one, they start thinking, okay, what do I got to do? You know, I got to get out of all these stormy feelings and out of all this you know, uh, deep, meaningful thought to just getting stuff done that needs to get done in life. And so she, she said this, you know, the videos helped her get back to connection and serving with others. And she says here, um, this is, this is, I think it's really interesting. She said, I don't set out to assume an identity, you know, cause four struggle with that issue of who am I? What makes me different? What makes me, they know they're different, but they don't know maybe why they're different. So they're looking for you know, fours are looking for some kind of explanation and some kind of better understanding of what makes them unique, what makes them different. She says, I don't set out to assume an identity that purposely makes me different, to set myself apart so that others can see I'm different. It just happens because I don't care about uh, being like other people. You know, a lot of people on the Enneagram, a lot of types, they want to fit in, you know. Nines, I think, want to fit in. Sixes definitely want to fit in. Um, and threes want to fit in and then excel, you know, and be the best version of every type. Ones want to fit in. They want to follow the rules and codes and social norms. Social norms is what we're talking about. You know, everybody has some kind of perspective on social norms. And uh, I think what she's saying is, I, I want to be myself. And... I, I don't care to, to fit in. It's not a value. It's not her value as a four to be like everybody else. She says, I like what I do 
and I do uh, what I do. I like what I like what I like, and I do what I do. There, I like what I like, and I do what I do. So doesn't need you know to be something everybody else understands. Just I like what I like, and I do what I do. I don't care about other people's opinions. Um, and a lot of types do care about people's opinions. You know, some people even have their radar up, you know, to know what do you want? Well, that's what I'll, that's what I'll become. Um, and she's just saying, I, I like the things I like. So, you know, if you're a four and you like jazz music, maybe you hate jazz music. It's not going to matter to you if other people, um, like it or not. You're going to like what you like regardless of whether it's popular or whether people think you're crazy or weird because of it. She's saying, I just like what I like. I do what I do and I like, I like what I do. And it, I don't need other people to appreciate or be supportive of it. She says, I wear vintage clothes, not because I wanna be different, but because I like the feel of the natural fibers, the style. Uh, less of a footprint on the earth. I guess it's more resourceful, less of a footprint if you um, buy used clothes, you know, or buy clothes from a thrift store or something. Um, as a seven, I like going to a thrift store because it's an adventure. You see, you're always, you know, what I'm going to find stuff in a thrift store that I'll never find on a... Of course, the clothes at Kohl's are, are nice, you know, but man, if I could buy three shirts for the price of one... And you never know what it, it's always an adventure. But I don't think a four is going to, you know, a thrift store because it's an adventure. Uh, but she's saying because it's it's more resourceful, it's less, you know, destructive on the environment. I like I like the I like what I like, and so I like the old clothes. I like the old styles, and it looks good to me. So that's what I like. And now listen to this. This is very four. She says khaki is so mundane khaki is so mundane i think about like ones and nines you know just give me a pair of khaki pants and i'm happy you know give me the uniform and i'm happy now see i'm a counter seven right so i'm the seven that what is it the i think it's the self-preservation i have to do a video on each of the three the three types of every type right i think it's the it's either the social or the i think it's the social i'm the social seven which looks more like a one than the other sevens, I temper myself. So I wear the same clothes every day because this is the way my mind works as a seven. I think, you know, I wanna wear it all. I wanna do everything, I wanna try it all. I know I can't, so I'll just wear the stupid black shirt every day and then I don't have to think about it. I'll park in the same parking spot, I'll get the same food on the menu every time and I'll just wear the same clothes. I'll wear a black shirt and I'll wear jeans every day and then I never have to think about all of the options because the options are endless to a seven and once i start down that option road where am i going to stop so here she says khaki is so mundane <laughs> i love it i love the way four's minds work you know i suppose it's more about living a life with purpose and meaning and yes perceived as an elitist that i don't care what you think about it air and you know fours they they are kind of elitist um you know the four threes called the aristocrat and the four fives called the bohemian and i think the bohemian you know the whole idea of a bohemian is they like what they like they like what's different they like what's 
what's not the norm, you know? And the aristocrat, definitely. I mean, that term means you look down your nose on everybody else. And I don't think fours, you know, set out to look down their nose on everybody else. It's not that they're not nice or you're not friendly or something. It's it's just you might you might communicate that to other types that you you act like you're better than they are because most honestly most of the people you know are just trying to fit in and want to get along with everybody and therefore i'm going to like the things you like so that we have something in common we have something to connect over and this is where fours are not afraid to stand out and say I'm not going to like what you like just because it's what you like or because it's what everybody likes. I got to be, here it is, wait for it, authentic to myself. There's that core value that's in fours. I got to be authentic to myself. And so just because khakis are the norm, you know, or blue jeans are the norm or shopping at Kohl's or, or when I was in Kentucky, shopping at Coe's, shopping at Coe's, you know, because that's normal that's going to make a four not want to do it all the more because why do I want to just blend in? If I blend in, I think if fours, if I blend in, then what's, what, why am I here? You know, and if you're a Christian, right, God made you, you. And if you are just a big part of a bunch of other people, then is that what God created you to be, just to be a clone of everybody around you? I can see the way fours think. I think that's the way they think. If if you're not you, then you know, you're know you just copy-paste of everybody else, then you're not necessary. And I think that's where it gets to that shame aspect, you know, that worth and value, that shame aspect, is if if you're not different, if you're not special if you're not and that's i think how maybe a seven might say it that they're saying special i think a four is thinking i'm not trying to be different i think what she's saying is i'm not trying to be different i'm just trying to be authentic i'm trying to be real to myself i'm trying to 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 be okay being different and not fitting in and i think it gets back to that worth issue that if i'm just copy and paste of everybody else then how am I living out who I'm supposed to be? If I'm just a copy of everybody and I just like what everybody likes because everybody likes it, that's not being authentic to who I am as a person and what I was created to be. And if that makes me look like I think I'm special to everybody, then I, whatever. I think, that's, I think that's kind of what she's getting at. Okay, so she says, I don't judge others. We're all on a journey and they're on theirs. I'm on mine, but mine is different and doesn't fit in. So she feels like her journey is different. And it's true. I mean, everybody's journey is a little bit different. It's amazing how similar we all are, though. You know, as different as we like. It's kind of like that old saying, you know, you are unique, just like everybody else. <laughs> you are unique and special, just like we're all on a different journey. You know, but we all kind of are moving in the same. We all trying to be happy in life. We're all trying to take care of other people. We're all trying to do a good job. I mean, but I get it. We're all unique, and we're all we're all on a different journey. I think fours and sevens, in a lot of ways, are similar. In that, you know, fours feel like they don't fit in. They feel like they're missing something. Sevens always feel like they're missing out on something. That little nuance is the difference between fours and sevens. Fours feel like 
there's something that's missing in life and they're just kind of searching for it, you know, and sevens feel like they could be doing something better with their time right now. And so they're searching for how to amp up the experience. All right. Sorry, I know I'm talking a lot about seven stuff here. I'm reading a letter about fourness and I'm talking a lot about seven, but we're all stuck. We're stuck in our own our own uh, type and it's hard for us. We can't, we can't none of us get a... Uh, a bird's eye perspective. Uh, I mean, the people that write the books, right? They can't either. They can't. They can't get a bird's eye perspective. I mean, a pure, um, unencumbered, unbiased perspective, because all of us see things from a point of view. The nines understand this, right? All of us see something from a point of view, and I can't help but look at every type through the lens of the eyes of a seven. Okay, so she says, I don't fit in. Um, her journey is she doesn't fit in. Maybe fours notice differences more because they're searching beyond the ordinary. I think that's probably true. I think a lot of us like the ordinary. Um, I don't think I like the ordinary as much as I kind of find comfort in it. I like I like unordinary. I'm a seven. I like things to be different. I like variety. But ordinary, at the end of the day, most of us are doing pretty ordinary stuff. I mean, what are we talking about? You know, oh, I don't like this music because that's what everybody listens to. I'm a four. I like this band you never heard of. It's still music. Everybody's listening to music. You know, or I don't watch the TV shows that are popular. I watch this thing over here on this channel from, you know, from outer space or something uh, you're still watching tv if you're watching tv and listening to music then you're doing what's normal so that, burst your bubble there you go we're all doing what's normal i always think you know if you really want to stand out you really want to be different then go buy a blue tuxedo with the ruffles and learn how to play the accordion then you'll be different right then you'll really be different there's probably some fives out there that are playing an accordion right now and they think it's great <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, really, if you want to be different, I mean, if you want to be different, be thin and healthy, okay? Be thin and healthy and healthy and don't cheat on your wife. Then you'll be different because in our society, that make it different right there. Just take care of yourself and take care of people, love people, and try to be kind and you'll be different. You'll be different, all the different you can handle if you're just kind to people, okay? All right, so maybe fours notice differences more because they're searching beyond the ordinary, not necessarily to intentionally set themselves apart. Okay, I think that's probably true. Is there's probably especially the older you get as a four, you know, you're you may have gotten long over that need to like set yourself apart. You're just not content with what everybody else likes because everybody else likes it. Because you got to be authentic to yourself. You got to listen to your own voice, and that can be hard to. You know, I wish I wish nines could learn from the fours to listen to their own voice. My daughter is a nine, right? And one of her best friends is a four. And when when Kaylee, my daughter, was explaining what what it means to be a nine, how you forget yourself and how you don't listen to your own desires and dreams, and you just go along with everybody else. That's you know the the tendency. I remember the four, her friend said, 
That, she says, I'm sorry, Kaylee, but that sounds like the worst thing I could ever imagine. <laughs> and it's the whole nine personality, you know? So I think fours could learn. I think fours could learn from nines that sometimes you just got to go along with people and you got to, you got to just silence all that turmoil and longing and romanticism and all that in your head and you just have to go to work. And you have to just get along with people and you have to try to fit in and blend in because you have to get a paycheck, okay? And then I think nines could learn a lot from fours to wake up and listen. Listen to themselves and listen to that still small voice, you know, inside them that's guiding, that's there to guide us if we'll listen. But nines kind of, you know, go to sleep to what they want in life. All right. Aesthetics. I talked about aesthetics in the video. I don't remember if this was in relation to... I have two videos on the four besides this one uh, at the time I filmed this. There's one called uh, Help for a Four, which is longer, and then Am I a Type Four. I, I imagine she's probably responding to the Help for... That was the longer video. And I talked about aesthetics. You know, like how we decorate our houses and our desks and our dorm rooms and all that. And I talked about how twos will probably have a lot of important decor my wife's a two right so important decorations around the house that remind them of how loved they are and how important all their family members are and you know my kid made this picture for me in kindergarten so that's got to be framed and put on the wall and my kid is special and all that right and then threes will probably have you know impressive you know decorations and <laughs> Um, those kinds of things and then fours I said they'll surround themselves with with aesthetically pleasing things that could sometimes not always just be beautiful but could also be meaningful meaningful is the key I think that they'll surround themselves with things that you know this this trinket over here on the wall it reminds me of a happier time in my life when I felt at peace and every time I look at it it initiates those feelings, right? And this over here reminds me of one time when I was really sad when somebody, and it, I look at that and it brings back all that sadness. So kind of like, you know, everybody can can change their emotional state by listening to certain kinds of music. You know, you listen to upbeat music, you tend to feel more upbeat. You listen to down and solemn music and you tend to feel more reflective and quiet. And I think fours are always trying to get in touch with you know their identity and their authentic self and so they want to get in touch with their their emotions and they want to sometimes maybe manipulate their emotions a little bit um, and aesthetics can be one way to sort of get in control of or to help maintain control of or to moderate maybe that's a better way to say it moderate their emotions so aesthetics absolutely trigger emotions and meaning for me I like them to trigger emotions in order to evoke a search to go deeper into understanding myself and humanity for a more clear resonation of my feeling, my soul, my identity. Okay, when you hear, you know, that kind of, um, those kind of thoughts, those are some pretty heavy, weighty thoughts. And I think that's part of the territory of fours is they're not afraid of weighty, heavy things. They're not afraid of talking about meaning and tragedy and importance and value and, 
you know, worth and all these things that I think a lot of the types, we don't want to give a lot of thought, you know, to these deeper, darker things. I mean, she just, in just a few statements there, talks about, you know, um, even like the the things around the room are there to to invoke, you know, these deeper thoughts. My biggest problem isn't as much a search for identity, but my flawed lack of being able to connect and build relationships with others because I am different. And again, um, I appreciate that because that's got to be frustrating when you don't feel like you you can you can connect with people well. Um, so from an outsider's perspective, we would say, "Look, you don't want to connect." See we might feel like you're trying to avoid, you're trying to disconnect, you're trying to separate yourself. But here from a four, you know, this is a person saying who's thought a lot about this. I can tell from what she's written here. She's thought a lot about this. She's, it's, it's not that she's searching for an identity, but feeling like she's unable to connect and build relationships with people because I am different. And I guess I hear that, and I have to think about it and really try to learn to appreciate what she's saying. And then I have a problem with that last statement, because I am different. And I think as an outsider, not being a four, I just don't understand. And it's hard for me to be sympathetic to it because I just don't understand it. Because I, I guess I'd look at it and I'd say, but you're not different. Um, that's kind of the monkey wrench, isn't it? That you believe that you are different but how are you different? I mean, we all have the same DNA. Uh, yeah, you're different in that you're a number four and I'm a number seven and he's a number five and she's a number six, but we all have a monkey wrench. So we're all different. Should I as a seven go around thinking that I can't make relationships or feel connected to people because I'm different because I'm a seven, I'm not an eight or I'm not a nine. And so from an outsider's perspective, just thinking in terms of the Enneagram, right? I have to look at that and say, I don't understand it. And that's probably only going to further in the mind of the four that they're different. When I say I don't understand it, and then when I try to solve it for them, it's probably just gonna make them frustrated and make them say, see, 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 you don't get it because I'm different. Do you feel like as a four that you're different than other fours? I mean, I get it. You're a different person, you know, but would if you put three fours together or that sounds kind of funny, put several fours together. I think they're all going to focus on how they're different from one another, you know, where I think if you put three nines together, they're probably going to laugh and say, oh, yeah, you do that, too. Ha, 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 ha. I do that, too. Oh, you do that, too. Ha, 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 ha. I do that, too. I think if you put a bunch of fours together and ask them all these things, they're probably going to further differentiate themselves within that group because of that fundamental belief that I'm different. It's a, I mean, this is what she says. She says, I find it's hard because I'm not able to connect and build relationships with others because I'm different. Not because I sometimes let myself believe I'm different or sometimes give in to the idea that I'm different, but she says, because I am different. And when you think that you are different, then 
it's going to lead to a lot of other thoughts and feelings and emotions and difficulties and challenges that you're going to face. And I'm not saying you're not, okay? I'm just saying from an outsider's perspective, it's hard for me to understand it, okay? Let's just leave it at that. Not many are okay with being different, but I don't know how to not be different. If um, I tried to not be different, then I wouldn't be being authentic. I tried other identities. So I said in my video how four sometimes, especially when they're growing up, they'll try on identities, okay? I tried other identities for the purpose of feeling connected, but I hated being fake. So maybe, you know, fours try to not only stand out, but maybe there are times when they just try to fit in. But then they, they kind of feel like, I'm not being true to myself by wearing these clothes or by liking these things or by whatever, by these associations. They, they don't want to, obviously, they don't want to give up their identity in order to blend in. And I said in one of the videos that fours want to fit in, but they don't want to blend in. Okay, The other people who look like they know their identity, now that's what I said in the video, is it, I think fours can sometimes look at everybody and be like, well, Tom seems to know who he is. You know, he's got a shaved head and an ugly beard and, and uh, he's married to Tracy and has five kids and he works at a church and he's six foot two and he, he seems like he knows who he is and he seems pretty secure in his identity. Uh, in his job and in his role, but who am I, you know, and fours kind of struggle with that, but what is it that makes me me, you know, my job, I got to be more than my job, my career, my family relationships, what is it that makes me my authentic self, and I said in there about that in one of those videos, and she says, other people know who they are in their identity, I'll watch what she says, probably just, they just bought in to whatever they were told, or they slipped into the easiest things and they probably don't even realize it. And I think that can be really true of nines. We've talked about that. Watch the nine videos. That's very much a, 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 a reality, a possibility for nines. But, you know, from a force perspective, she's saying probably all you guys are like that. You just kind of, you know, come out of the factory wearing what everybody from the factory wears and don't give any thought to who you are or I imagine probably fours feel like they woke up in the matrix you know that's kind of what it sounds like it kind of sounds like fours woke up and the rest of us are all asleep in the matrix you know we're all sleeping in the matrix just believing what we were told to believe wearing what we are programmed to wear liking everything that we're genetically modified to like and fours wake up and they're awake and they're trying to figure out who they are and and what the meaning of life is and what is reality and the rest of us are all still asleep in the matrix that'd be interesting you fours tell me if that matrix thing resonates with you or not i kind of think if you understand the enneagram at all you kind of woke up out of the matrix Okay, that's my perspective, is if you understand. Okay. The next part says, rules are good for people who can't figure out the purpose or meaning of things. I said in the video, the other video, that 
that fours tend to be like eights in that they kind of look at the rules and the laws as like they don't really apply to them or they are above the law. Um, she said that rules are good for people if they can't sort out the importance of things themselves. Okay, so if you understand the purpose behind the rule, you can sometimes bypass the rule. Certain stop signs could be roll-throughs if you understand the purpose of it and what to look for. Um, she says some other things about you know how sometimes companies make rules just to avoid lawsuits, but they don't really intend for you to necessarily follow the rules, you know, specifically. And so there's that kind of like since I'm a deep thinker. You know, I can sort of realize on my own whether rules should be followed or not. And again, I think sixes and ones would argue with a four about that, about following the rules um, and the need to follow the rules. I don't watch TV or do normal things, not because I must be different, but because I perceive it to have no meaning or because I'm in search of something better than that. Okay, I can respect that. Uh, there's a lot of things more meaningful than doing those mundane things. I have shame because I'm not content and that uh, a lot of it is over meaningless things or being, I guess, being involved in meaningless things. So there's a certain sense of shame of why am I spending my time doing such meaningless stuff? Why am I upset over something that's so superficial when there's all these people out there in far worse circumstances? So maybe you feel a sense of shame that you're allowing yourself to be upset by the things that upset normal people, or I shouldn't say normal people, average people, or other, let's just say other people, okay? I have shame because I'm upset with myself for getting upset over not achieving high ideals. Wow, you know, that's probably pretty important what she just said there, because I think a three has high ideals too, but I don't know that they would define them the same way, where a three might think high ideals are like high achievements that demonstrate worth, value, and competence, I think a four might define high ideals in a little bit, little bit nuanced different way there. I'm discontent that I can't be content. I'm a seven. You're speaking my language. I understand what you're saying. It makes me feel worthless. I feel shame for being hard on myself. So there's a discontentment in why can't I just get connected with people? Why can't I just be satisfied with the status quo? Why can't I just accept the mundane things of life and find meaning and purpose in just being average? And I think a four just, all that's just too much. Just, they just She's wrestling with it. She's wrestling with it, all that stuff. I get it. When everyone laughs, I cry. I'm sort of envious of their ability to easily laugh about something, but it's only because they're too super, too superficial to sense the darker realities, to carry all that that feels. And again, you're not speaking my language when it comes to darker realities. You guys know anything about sevens, you know that we like to avoid anything that's painful or upsetting or tragic and we want to reframe it all into positives and i'm sure to a four that seems really superficial really lightweight um, not able to deal with the dark things and here she says i'm envious of people's ability to laugh um, but it's probably just because they're superficial you know and that's probably true um, to some degree we don't want to sit and think about the 
scary things or the hard things. To be incapable of seeing it must be a gift. So what she's saying is, I can see these dark, terrible, tragic things in life. It must be nice to be able to just float along in life, just oblivious in the matrix and not sense these deeper meaningful things you know what solomon said right with much knowledge comes much pain and i think fours you know they kind of have that deep knowledge or search out that deep knowledge of the emotions and with that it's going to come a lot of pain must be nice if you could just look what she says to be incapable of seeing it the darker realities it must be a gift because they're laughing and i'm not if i assimilate and laugh with them it's going to be fake and i won't be fake and there's something i think strikes to the heart there fours is that they must be authentic to themselves and if you're going to relate to a four you've got to be authentic too you know what's the never ever behavior to do to a four never um tell them no never try to control them never tell them what to do because the four doesn't want you to tell them what to do they're listening for inside you know for their authentic self to tell them what to do i won't be fake i'll just be off to the side alone in my deeper awareness and that word alone is one that's got me nervous hurting that no one is capable of feeling it with me again it's kind of like you woke up and everybody's in the matrix having a great party you know having a great time and you feel like you're off you know on your on your own and i wonder do fours do you guys do you guys feel like other fours are awake and outside the matrix or are they a part of the matrix too i wonder i don't want to be separated but i don't want to connect superficially I don't want to be separated but I don't want to connect superficially man that's well said the one thing that has helped me most is understanding my identity in Christ if I'm his and he is mine the brokenness right here and now is only temporary if I live I live in Christ and if I die I die in Christ I'm free and accepted through Christ whatever comes it's okay through Christ my meaningful purpose to live a life of love helps me to show up and get things done so I do the mundane in a non-mundane way I like that I really do because I know as a seven I've had to learn to do things fun I want to do fun things as a seven every seven understands this I want to do what's fun I choose what's fun over what's what's important I want to do fun things but if I can learn to do all things in a fun way now I know to a four fun is not an important value I know to a lot of types ones it's not an important value but if sevens are those teachers that get up and say hey did you know that history can be fun and and they work to try to make it fun but what they don't realize is for many in the class fun is not an important value it is to sevens and I think I've had to learn to do things in a fun way and anything could be fun and here she's saying do mundane she's not saying boring okay that's what a seven would say boring things here she's saying mundane which means it doesn't matter it's stuff that doesn't have any depth or value or purpose it's not meaningful and she's saying if I can learn to do those meaningless things in a meaningful way 
or for a meaningful reason or find my meaning in it. And she said, you know, really that's through Christ that she's found that, which is awesome. I think about that song by Lauren Daigle. You say, oh, this is just my thought. I think about that song. I think, you know, Lauren Daigle is a four. Come on, get over it. Let's face it. Look, just pull up her website and look at her. She's got scarves hanging off of her arms. She's got flowers in her hair. She's different. She's extremely gifted, but she's different. I've seen her in concert. She's a four, okay? She's, she literally wears rags. She's got the number one song, like, of all time, the Christian, and she's wearing rags, right? Okay, and in that, in that song, listen to the lyrics she says. The only thing that matters now is everything you think of me. In you I find my worth. In you I find my identity. That's exactly what my friend here is saying in her, in her email. In you, I find my identity. What are fours looking for? Their identity. Okay. She says, I just join in on the meaningless thing for the sake of someone else because it means something to that person. So see, the meaning then is associated with joining in because it's meaningful to somebody else. That's really beautiful. It's not all about me. I'm loved by Jesus and that's absolutely all I need. Everyone else is guaranteed to fail me. Okay. She says, there's a quote from Voltaire that's been helpful to me. Better is the enemy of good. Better is the enemy of good. Um, which I think, I thought maybe it was good is the enemy of best or something like that. But I may be wrong. But I know what she's saying is that, that uh, the pursuit for my high ideals limits me to see good. Something is... Sometimes it's better to give up and to be content with good. Okay, I get what she's saying. Is I think there's a quote like in business world that good is the enemy of best, right? Because you settle, right? But I think what she's saying is a four is sometimes I've had to learn to settle. Like they don't want to settle. Fours don't want to settle for the mundane and for the meaningless and the purposeless. And so what she's saying is sometimes because you're so unsettled you can't enjoy life you can't be of any service or of any good to anybody if you're always looking for what's best eventually you have to just settle down and say this is good enough and when it's good enough and you can be present to it you're present to life and being present to life is what makes the difference in life so she one time talks about having a very low time in her life when she was in the bed for two days crying she says, my husband was trying to be loving and supportive, but notice she says, I didn't want that love. I didn't want his love. I didn't want the love that he was trying to give. What I wanted was for him to understand my deep feeling, and he couldn't connect with that. And I think that there's there's that longing, you know, that that longing that fours have that sometimes the rest of us just don't don't appreciate or don't understand or don't know what to do with she says finally I cried out to God and she just said God I can't I'm here come find me again remember remember twos go rescue right and they feel like they're valuable because they go rescue people where fours often move away and see if anybody will come rescue them and they find their value and whether or not they're whether or not they're rescued and here she's saying I said God you got to rescue me I got out of bed and floated 
in routine, far away from my own thought and conversations, imagining myself sitting on a raft in an abyss of water, waiting until God found me and my deep feelings passed and another took its place. Well, I appreciate this letter. Thank you for sending this to me. I think it's really helpful. It's some things that maybe I wouldn't have come to on my own and I probably wouldn't have read in any book. But um, it's awesome to see somebody pouring out their heart. And if it's helpful to you, you know, then um, I hope it, I hope it, like it's helpful to me. I hope it's helpful to you guys. All right, I'll see you guys next time. Take care. If you want to send letters, you can follow the link down beneath in the description. And uh, you never know, maybe I'll read it and we'll talk about it. All right, I'll see you guys next time. Take care.